Catholic commentary. Spiritual warfare. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Jesus 911. We are on Soul Patrol. Jesus 911, two man car, Jess Romero, Paul Clay. This is the month of May dedicated to the Blessed Virgin Mary. The month of May has always been part of the Easter season and the 50 days that we celebrate in the liturgy of the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. This is also a time of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. But the celebration of May historically in the Catholic Church is, again, the month of Mary. And most people don't realize that Mother's Day was influenced by the Catholic Church. The culture saw the way Catholics had this love for the mother of Jesus Christ, the mother of God. And so the, the culture at large in the West said, that's a beautiful thing. And they adopted Mother's Day based on Catholics' love for the Blessed Virgin Mary. Mm. Two topics we want to talk about today. Uh, we want to talk about transgenderism. What's the end game to transgenderism and transhumanism? Uh, you can't separate them. Then we also want to talk about Tucker Carlson. He just gave his first speech after departing from Fox. Paul and me have something to say about that. But, uh, Paul, uh, glad to have you on, brother. Yeah, Jess, looking forward to it. Uh, by the way, May is also uh, special for both you and myself. Don't we have wedding anniversaries? Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes, sir. Thanks for reminding me, bro. Yeah, yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah, before I before I get uh, uh, the cold shoulder and, and what you don't, you forgot again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Women don't remember those. Forget those dates. I mean, men just kind of move on. We just kind of like you know. But now women don't. So yeah, let's um, jump right into it, Paul. It's it's worse than people think. Transgenderism's end game is transhumanism. Do you think the technology is going to stop at transgenderism? Hmm, I don't think so. Western populations are being conditioned, groomed to more easily accept transhumanism via the booming transgender industry. Individuals, including children caught up in the current trans craze who have had their bodies medically and surgically, surgically mutilated, by the way, which is a sin in the Catholic Church, there's there's actually a section in the Catechism. It's called the sin of mutilation. As a Catholic, you can't cut out perfectly good body parts. It's a sin. Mm. But a lot of young people are surgically mutilating themselves and their personalities are being altered via social affirmation. These are nothing more than stepping stones to launch an even more macabre form of existence, which is transhumanism. Here's my take, Paul. First, first, uh, the culture of confusion, the culture of death gave us transvestites. Mm -hmm. Then it moved on to transgenderism. Next, transhumanism. And my take, all of these are doctrines of demons. Amen, brother. Yep. I'm right there with you. Yep. Once considered to be nothing more than a cultish fringe ideology belonging more to a world of science fiction than reality, transhumanism is now being driven into reality by governments, multinational corporations, global banks, international law firms, and of course, Silicon Valley. 
Now, Paul, mm-hmm. here's my take. I want to hear from you. And my take, only a brain like the Antichrist that has direct access to, to Satan could put all this diabolically disoriented way of thinking together and connect all these dots and get the most powerful players on earth uh, to support it. That's my take. Yeah. Listen, Jess, um, did you ever think, you know, years ago when we worked together that we'd be in a situation where where we would even be talking about this stuff? (laughs) I mean, this is incredible. But I, but I can just tell you, you know, you mention all the time on the air, sin makes you stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, sacred scripture tells us that sin darkens the intellect. And so when you think about all these, uh, you know, companies and multinational corporations that are embracing all of this, and they're all in lockstep. They're singing from the same sheet of music, Jess. That's nobody, why I think the Antichrist is behind it. That's why that organizational it, structure tells me that. Of course, because this is something obviously that's being orchestrated by uh, something, uh, a, a, a greater power than normal human um, uh you know that that the normal humans have the ability to do, right? And so, uh, yeah, I, I'm with you on this 100. Yeah. percent Yeah. So, what is transhumanism? It's a movement that seeks to create humans with augmented capabilities by merging the human person with technology. Yep. Here we go, Paul. Remember the movie mm-hmm. Terminators? These uh, yeah. these Zygborgs machines with human skin. That's uh, yeah. that's right around the corner. While some of the initial forays into transhuman science have laudable goals of helping people with neuro- neurological disorders, such as paralysis, dementia, and Alzheimer's disease, these efforts will be used to pave the way to form to, uh, uh, to a form of immortal, boundless existence by fusing the human conscience with computers, creating a hybrid species of individuals who will exist in cyberspace. The... Uh, the ultimate goal is to create an enhanced species that transcends humanity. In other words, the aim is to create an upgraded post-human society. Paul, here's my take. I want to hear from you. We're shaking our fist at God, and we're trying to erect a new Tower of Babel through transhumanism. That's my take. Yeah, absolutely. Um, listen, um, Jess, I... I think that uh, this is okay. Are you? I, I know you are. You're familiar with uh, the Book of Enoch, and it, and it talks about you know uh, that somehow um, angels and men uh, cross the line, right? Mm-hmm. These fallen, yes. these fallen angels, and a lot of church fathers believe that. Now I know there, are, you know, there's there's competing ideas about correct uh, those texts. But I can just tell you that I, I tend to believe it. Uh, and I believe that when you start messing around with humanity as God has created it, well, we, we know what happened right after that. God destroyed the world in a flood. And likewise, you know, we always say history doesn't repeat itself. That's a Scott Hahnism, but it does rhyme, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It rhymes. And so here we are, you know, so 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 we know that as we get closer and closer to the second coming of Christ, uh, 
as man begins to uh, mess with our humanity, in a sense, of course, under the influence of the diabolical, which if if it happened that way in, in Genesis, uh, same thing, uh, we're, we're heading for a reality check. Uh, uh, we're heading toward Matthew chapter 26, when God talks about, uh, I'll just let me just read that for you real quick, Jess. Yeah. And ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye not be troubled, for all these things must come to pass. For nations will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom, and there shall be famines and pestilences and earthquakes in diverse places, which we know. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then they should, you know, the whole Matthew, you know, in the end, it basically says, uh, uh, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many will wax cold. We're seeing that right now, Jess. So we're getting closer and closer. Uh, you know, uh, we're warned uh, that, you know, he who endures to the end shall be saved. This is where we're at, Jess. Yeah. We are, we are, it's, it's an assault. It's a diabolical assault on humankind. Yep. Amen. Yeah. Yep. Go ahead, Jess. Yeah. Dr. Carrie Madej, she was from the frontline doctors. She actually said uh, about a year ago, she, She's an expert on DNA, and she said she studied DNA and vaccines for decades. And she says that the plan to use the COVID nineteen vaccine was to, was to start the process of transhumanism by reprogramming the human DNA. That was that was a medical doctor's uh, opinion uh, that yeah. a while back ago. I, I think it's kind of interesting myself. Yeah. But going back to the article, yeah. transhumanists want to apply technology to overcome limits imposed by our biological and genetic heritage. Explained Max Moore, a philosopher who deals with the cultural implications of emerging technologies. In other words, mm -hmm. the woke left doesn't like the way God made us because God has imposed limits upon us. <laughs> Transhumanists regard human nature not as an end in itself, not as perfect, and not as having any claim on our, own, on, our on our allegiance. Rather, just one along an evolutionary pathway that we can learn to reshape our own nature in ways we seem desirable and valuable. Again, I told you right before the show... Transhumanism, Paul, when you read this article, it's the logical extension of Darwinian evolution. Mm -hmm. In other words, we don't need God. God is irrelevant. And if, uh, if, if we came from uh, you know, lower forms of organisms, why can't we try to make ourselves through technology to a higher form of organism? This is the extension of Darwinian evolution. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah, just and... Uh, this is basically man, you know, say, you know, again, Darwinian evolution is basically atheistic, right? There is yes. no God. Yep. Yep. Therefore, we assume that role and we become God. And uh, uh, this is where we're at. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, you want to pick it up from there? Sure. Go ahead. Um, but we're talking about uh, by thoughtfully. Yes, you got it. Okay. By thoughtfully, carefully, and yet boldly applying technology to ourselves, said Moore, we can become something no longer accurately described as human. We can become post-human. Mm. <laughs> yeah, you can't make this stuff up. Um, normalizing body disassociation via the promotion and enforcement of transgenderism is the means through which Western culture... Paul, hard break. We'll be right back. Hard break. Yeah. Stick around.
Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Soul Patrol, Jesus 911. We're talking about uh, transhumanism, which is the logical extension from atheism. It's a pretty good article here, and me and Paul are making some comments. Paul, you want to pick it up where we left off? Sure. Um normalizing body dissociation via the promotion and enforcement of transgenderism is the means through which western culture is being conditioned to accept transhumanism wow what a what a sentence right there that sentence says it all yeah there's definitely a grooming taking place Mm. Uh, outspoken outspoken investigative journalist jennifer billick has pointed out that the political corporate NGO, non-governmental organizations, legal academic infrastructure driving body dissociation is mammoth. Wow. There is so much money in it, noted uh, Billick. In a 2020 interview, it is ghastly. It's terrifying. Billick described how strange it is that these massive global organizations have taken up the cause of trans-identifying individuals corporations don't get behind a minuscule part of the population's identity issues, she said, yet these entities are all driving and supporting this. This financial and political muscle, plus the relentless affirming support given to the tra- to transgenderism from major media, Hollywood, and even the current White House, Nashville, and beer producers ra- uh, ra- raises the question, what is really going on? <laughs> we know what's going on, Jess. We talk about what's going on all the time on this program. These these organizations and the and and their their desire for money and wealth and power, these are all things that Satan says they're his to give, right? Yes, the love of money is the root of all evil, St. Paul says. And remember what Satan told our Lord Jesus Christ, because he didn't know that Jesus was the Son of God and the Messiah. He wasn't sure. That's why he kept asking if, if, if you are. He says, yeah. if, if you worship me, I will give you all these kingdoms of the world. Just like yes. you said, Paul, it's all his to give. Yeah. And all these people that you mentioned, White House, Hollywood, Media, Nashville, they want to receive uh, uh, these kingdoms of the world that are under the dominion of Satan. Right. And so, and notice it, it has been given to them, which tells you that they are cooperating with the plan of satan whether whether intentionally or unintentionally amen yep yeah west western populations are being conditioned groomed to more easily accept transhumanity in order to sell that to the public transhumanism and disembodiment as a life you're going to have to groom them to get them there explained billick in a recent in a, in a recent video interview. And the way to do that is to create this ideology that says that you can choose your sex, whatever you want. You can be all you can be, right? Transhumanism arises from the groins uh, of uh, of transge- uh, transgenderism. Martine Rothblatt, a chief proponent of both transgenderism and transhumanism, explained in his book, from transgender to transhuman. See, they're not, even, they're not even they're not even hiding, hiding it, Paul. It. Yeah, they're not even yeah. hiding it. Yeah. yeah. Rothblatt 
a wealthy entrepreneur and a genius by any standard, is responsible for multiple breakthroughs in the world of medicine, technology, communications, and aviation. He is himself a trans woman, i.e. a man who identifies as a woman. More than a decade ago, Rothblatt wondered, will technology stop at transgenderism? If a century or so of technology has demolished millennia of absolute sexual duality, what might another few decades of exponentially growing technology do? Sex lies at the heart of biology, and yet in transcending biology, technology gave us an explosion of sexual identities. So as technology continues to transcend biology, what next can we expect beyond the apartheid biology? I can't hear Paul. What next can we expect beyond the apartheid of sex? An explosion of human identities? The answer in a word is transhumanism. He envisions a civilization of enormous capability with transcosmic scope via self-replication and virtually unlimited intelligence. Transhumans will be those who are receptive to to transcending biological limitations, willing to hybridize themselves with computational technology as part of humanity's effort to control its evolutionary destiny. Everyone who's alive during the epoch of humanity's full-fledged merging with computation will always be alive if they wish via computer substrate, said Rothblatt. So the new techno-human species will live in cyberspace, according to the left. Yeah, you lost there for a while, Paul, but you're back. So Homo sapiens will become persona creatus as it rides the journey of near-infinite growth in computational knowledge, this means that the grace and beauty of human culture will, will grow right along with the scientific and technological competi- competence of the hybrid human-computer species. This sentence is gold here. According to Billick, transhumanists such as Rothblatt yearn to direct humanity beyond body disassociation to complete disembodiment where everyone lives in cyberspace, close quote. My comment on that is that liberals are trying to achieve eternal life apart from the cross of Christ. Paul, what do you say? Yeah, they want the kingdom without the king. Uh, They want everything that God promises us, but they want it on their terms and they want it in the midst of all their sinfulness. Uh, Again, you can't make this stuff up. Now, do I think that they can achieve this? No, I don't. Uh, I don't think they can achieve it, Jess, but I think they're going to hasten the judgment of God. Yes, uh, I agree. And Paul, the last paragraph is gold. Can you pick it up where it talks about the goal of transhumanism? Is at odds with the gospel? The last section, it's gold. Yeah, yeah. The most important Christian critique of transhumanism concerns the goal and focus of human life. Christians and transhumanists may agree that in the ideal human state, We will not be subject to death, aging, or other natural limitations we suffer from now. However, for transhumanists, overcoming these limitations is the goal and focus of life. Kyle Hubbard, a philosophy professor at St. Anselm's College in 2012. That's what Kyle Hubbard wrote, okay? Mm. Uh, Christianity disagrees and instead claims that the focus of life 
should be on submitting to death. And Hubbard uh, uh, said, Hubbard, okay, Jess, this article is, uh, like I said, it's almost crazy. But uh, <laughs> yeah, if, this is the, yeah, this yeah. is the, and, yeah, the end result of what? Go ahead. Yeah, this is, go ahead, Jess. Yeah, you're breaking, yeah, you're breaking up right now. Yeah, Hubbard, that last sentence where he talks about Christianity disagrees and instead claims that the focus of life should be on submitting to death. Yeah, that's what St. Paul said. For me to live is Christ and for me to die is gain. He said, if I live, I live for the Lord. And if I die, I die for the Lord. You know, uh, he he also says, uh, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. The life I live now is by by, by faith in the Son of God. St. Paul didn't fear death because he knew that death is a doorway to eternal life. But these transhumanists, Paul, once again, this transgenderism, which leads to transhumanism, is the end result of Darwinian evolution. Uh, this is this is the devil's gospel, Paul, because everybody is looking for truth. Everybody's looking for something to hang their hat on. And secular humanists, because they reject the gospel of Jesus Christ, they've bought into the devil's gospel. They say, I know how I could have eternal life. I'll look to Silicon Valley. And they're going to make me, they're going to connect my, uh, my conscience with the internet, and, uh, and I'm going to be uh, able to live forever above and beyond this whole Christian economy, this Christian dispensation of sacraments and mass and this, that, authority. We don't need that. We could just go to Silicon Valley. Paul, I'll tell you what this is. This is, uh, this is classic modernism. We were warned by this by the popes. This is classic modernism, and as Catholics, it doesn't surprise us. Uh, the end result of this, it reminds me again, back, you know, 10, 20, 30 years ago, the Terminator movies coming back to life, uh, where where you have this, uh, you know, you have a transhuman looney tune in in, with a tinfoil, you know, uh, that's wrapped with skin, a cyborg, but we're, but we're seeing this, Paul, this is what they're trying to do, uh, with, uh, because again, for them. Their God is the almighty dollar, and they figure that with the almighty dollar, they can give us eternal life. It can be bought with the almighty dollar. Yeah, just the world is being deconstructed as we know it right before our eyes. You know, the, you can you get a hint of it when Biden talks about build back better, right? You got to tear down before you can build back. And they are attempting uh, to tear down 2000 years of uh, 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 of of a world that has been shaped and built by the catholic church okay and in this tearing down that they that, that they are t- attempting to do that this is when the antichrist which is satan's counterfeit for 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 christ right is going to be introduced to the world and so satan is working overtime right now and we are being bombarded by demonic forces that have basically uh, because uh don't forget you know you know the old saying just they used to say an idle mind is the workshop of the devil right well these people here uh have rejected god Jesus said, if you are not for me, then you're against me. And they are being used as pawns of the devil to achieve and remake the world in the image of Satan and not God. That's right. Uh, absolutely. And I'll tell you, uh, they're targeting. This is spiritual warfare, Paul. 
and and that these silicon billionaires they're targeting the human race and they've yes. been doing it these are the same people that are pro they're anti-human let's just these are the same people that are pro-abortion the same people that are you know want, want to change marriage uh the same people that want to you know mutilate body parts the the destruction of God's creation is their goal because these are the sons of Satan because there's yes. only two teams on planet earth. First John three ten, the sons right. of Satan and the sons right. of God. That's right. And, and the sons of Satan, they're trying to build back better. That's exactly what they're <laughs> trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. They, they think they could build something back better apart from God without God. This is yeah. a spiritual battle for the soul of the human race and the only way we can win, we need to go back to the traditional teachings of the Catholic Church based on the Word of God, and we need to get it right because what we're seeing right now is moral decay upon society like we've never seen it before. Yes, we yes, We need to return yes. to Christ the King like we've never had it before, Paul. Yes, church militant. What does that mean? Yeah. Uh, what does it mean theologically? It means those Christians on earth who are engaged in a continuous war against evil and the enemies of Christ. This is what we're called to do. Hard uh, break, Paul. In, we'll be back. Hard break, brother. We'll be right back. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Jesus 911. Yeah, my last comment, Paul, on the transhumanist before we want to another topic is that uh, these uh, the goal of the Silicon Valley oligarchs and the globalists in general to build back better, the goal is transhumanism. And what mm -hmm. do they want to do? They, these oligarchs are spending billions of dollars because they think they could provide the human race with eternal life apart from Christ. That's my final uh, point on this topic. Uh, you have a comment? No, stick a fork in it. We're done with this. This yeah. is uh, this is the what Satan has been trying to accomplish all along. We don't need God. We can be what we want to be, choose what we want to choose apart from God. And that's a lie. And that only ends in death. Paul, here's a here's something on the news that's uh, been been trending for the last couple of days, maybe last week and a half. It's a uh, Tucker Carlson and is uh, being fired from Fox. Yeah. There's a uh, <clears throat> there's manufactured lies can end democracy. That's what Tucker Carlson said in his first speech after departing from Fox. I want to share some of the, this article. Then we have a lot of comments to make. Our myself and Paul. Uh, in his first in-person speech after departing Fox News, Tucker Carlson did not hold back when speaking about what he sees are issues undermining America, lack of truth in the media landscape, and a manufactured national division. Yep, that's called communism, this manufactured mm -hmm. division. And, and by mm -hmm. that, that was spot on what he just said right there. He goes, I think I'm probably the first unemployed person who was ever invited to speak. He opened a speech after a 15-second standing ovation. Uh... He says, when I accepted this speech, I didn't realize how much free time I would have, he joked. Fox announced on April 24th that the two have agreed to part ways without explanation, drawing widespread speculation about the circumstances of the departure and what's in store next for the former anchor. 
the network's ratings have dropped significantly since. Now, here, my, here I'm going to make a comment here. Uh, Fox News is one of six is, is one of the companies, excuse me, that's owned by six billionaires. So, in case you never heard this before, there are six billionaires that own ninety percent of the news media. And so Fox, Fox is is one of those companies that, that's owned by a billionaire. There's an article that'll tell you who they who they are if you're interested. But yeah, this the the media is owned by six billionaires, and Fox News is owned is owned by Rupert Murdoch. And it's been said that uh, Rupert Murdoch does not like people on Fox News mentioning God. That's why Glenn Beck is no no longer there, by the way, because uh, he he. Uh, they were counting how many times he mentioned God on his show, and he exceeded his uh, his his, uh, his his quota, <laughs> so he's gone. But the article says the former news host Tucker Carlson said that he agreed six months ago to attend Thursday's private fundraiser, which was organized by Rainbow Omega, a faith-based nonprofit that supports people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. During his long long hours, his hour-long speech, Carlson didn't directly addressed the situation with Fox, but spoke about America's political and social issues that he believes can lead to the end of democracy and the end and the end enslavement and the enslavement of the American people. He says, according to Carlson, what he witnessed at Rainbow Omega's facility, people's lives being materially improved, stood in stark contrast to his experiences with American politics and the media industry. He says, American politics is supposed to be designed to improve people's lives, but what is the point of it actually? As we're worried about these big abstract problems in faraway places or claiming we can control the weather or whatever we're claiming, there are kids with developmental disabilities who have aging parents and parents are legitimately terrified about what happens when they pass away. Tucker Carlson said, I'm starting to really believe that the divisions that we see in our society are pretty much manufactured. Yep, that's called uh, that's called communism, <laughs> manufactured divisions. Mm-hmm. Carlson said, adding that one example of this is the idea of racism. Yep, that's again that's been manufactured. He says Obama's first term was how we're going to get past race. He goes, I didn't vote for the guy, but everybody I knew was excited. So was I. Carlson said. We elect some guy I disagree with, but we get to the point where we can stop picking at the scab and move forward as one country. Why wouldn't I be for that? As a Christian, I was totally for that. But that changed in the second in, the, in, in Obama's second term where he said, oh, no, we're not post-racial. All we're going to talk about is race and make each, and make each other hate each other on the basis of race. Mm. He says, I don't think most Americans hate each other on the basis of their ethnic differences. I think a lot of that is just a lie actually designed to distract people. A cause of this division, Carlson lamented, is what he has observed to be propaganda published by the overwhelming majority of American media. Now, I want to get biblical here, Paul, then I want you to pick it up after this. Uh, I want to just show the audience how easy it is for the devil to control the airwaves, whether it's radio or television. It's simple. Why? Remember, Satan is called the prince of the power of the air. Notice, power of the air. That's in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 2. So what does that mean that Satan is the prince of the power of the air? Because that's where angels and demons, that's where they inhabit the air, the heavenly places, the cosmos. 
So Satan controls the air, the cosmos. That's the field. That's the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Where our airwaves go through the air, whether it's radio, television, internet, it travels through the air. Well, Satan is the prince of the air. He's in control of our airways. Therefore, he also has access to technology. And he's established, by the way, in my opinion, a foundation of his empire here on earth through airwaves, through radio waves, through TV signals, through communication, through entertainment networks, through streaming, all the way from black and white TV stations uh, you know, back to you know, analog radio back in 1957, now to a sophisticated interconnected communication network capable of getting into the heads of 8 billion people today and talk about deception. We don't even realize this brilliant strategy on the part of Satan. And think about this for a second. I'll take it to Paul. If Satan can talk a third of the angels out of heaven, he can talk you straight into hell. That's why you have to be mindful of what voices you listen to. Mm. Interesting. You know, Jess, it kind of reminds me almost like I, I would add one caveat to that. It's almost like a demon possession in, in a sense that, you know, as people uh, allow sin in their lives and allow themselves, uh, these demons access to them, Mm-hmm. then they become minions and tools used by Satan, whether willingly or unwillingly. And this is how Satan accomplishes his will, because the airwaves can be used for good purposes, i.e. what we're doing right now. But again, uh, we make a huge difference. If we reject God and we have, I mean, what does it say in Chronicles? If my people who are called by my name will uh, humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, just turn from our wicked ways. The people today are not turning from their wicked ways. They're turning more and more toward wicked ways. And as a result, we're seeing Satan uh, uh, magnified uh, in, 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 you know, God, you know, essentially, um, uh, Satan is being magnified in their lives and given more and more power. That's what I see, Jess. Yeah. Paul, it reminds me of the movie Nefarious, where the demon, yes. the possessed demon, Edward Brady, he's a serial killer in the movie Nefarious. And the, the possessed demon, speaking through Edward Brady, said this. He said, demonic temptation will continue and become longer in duration and increase in intensity with the intent of evoking a series of yeses and permissions from the victim until mm. the victim is controlled and subjugated by the devil. That's mm. what happens. You just keep giving up ground, keep giving up yeah. ground. One year. Yeah, and if you don't, hey, one, and, if, yeah. if, if, and we're talking about the, the, the airwaves, Jess, have you noticed? What, maybe you don't notice. Hopefully you don't watch too much television and things, but you're beginning to see commercials with men just openly kissing other men. And they talk about AIDS like, you know, and you see these, you know, gay men hugging each other and, and you know, and they're, they're offering medications for it. Like, oh, it's no big deal. This is just part of life. This is what we do. 
It is the most bizarre thing ever. Yeah, I've uh, I don't watch much TV. Probably about an hour of news. <laughs> probably about an hour. Good thing of, of Newsmax a day. That's about. Yeah. They don't. Yeah. Uh, but but in the airports and when I drive, I do see those billboards of men kissing magazines and airports because I do a lot yeah. of traveling. So you're right. I I I'm, I am see, I am seeing that in in the culture out there on billboards on magazines. Uh, you yeah. know on, on uh, so. But uh, I don't watch the, the the channels where they would be showing that on. But yeah. let's go back to this article, Paul. It says, uh, uh, I'm going to go where it says the end of democracy. The democratic yeah. system cannot function with dishonesty dominating the public sphere, Carlson indicated. The first effect is to is to kind of end democracy, he said. Mm-hmm. The whole idea of democracy is based on the understanding that the people who vote will have some knowledge of what they're voting on, what the real issues are. They'll be informed citizens. But when the media industry is collectively excluding issues that matter, such as crime, immigration and the economy, the population becomes uninformed, which undermines a fundamental part of democracy. The harm brought by the media industry is compounded by a lack of authenticity from the entire federal government, including politicians from both political parties, Carlson said, close quote. I just want to add that uh, I read a poll that said that something like 25 to 30 percent of people that voted for Biden said they would not have voted for him had they known about Hunter Biden's laptop and what it contained. Hmm. So but the media uh, hid that story till after the elections. And so, yeah, uh, the media has the power to control. It's called PSYOPs in the military. Hey, we'll be right back. We'll, we'll can pick it up on this article. Don't go anywhere. Stick around. We'll be right back. Now, back to Jesus 911. If this call is not an emergency, dial 888-526-2151. Jesus 911, two-man car. Tucker Carlson talks about the end of democracy. He said, but when the media industry is collectively excluding matter, issues that matter, such as crime, immigration, the economy, uh, <clears throat> the population becomes uninformed which undermines a fundamental part of democracy. The harm brought by the media industry is compounded by a lack of authenticity from the, from the entire federal government, including politicians from both political parties. Carlson said, if they can't even tell you the truth about a communicable disease that's killing people, they're actually lying to you about that. You can't believe anything. Well, that's very bewildering. That's actually a form of chaos, which is one condition people can't handle. This chaos, he added, undermines Americans' beliefs in the democratic process. It sets the stage for further division and leads to a sort of enslavement of the population, Carlson said. I like this line. He says, if you can control someone's brain and get them to say, I really need to wear a mask inside my car alone to protect myself. If you can get someone to that place where he gets in a Subaru Mm. and just instinctively puts on a mask with the windows up, then... You've won. You mm. defeated them. In the enslavement of people, taking away their choice and in so doing their dignity, uh, in their really their humanity, that is the goal 
obviously. Paul, I want to just mm-hmm. comment on that. Yeah. I'll tell you, this, this is the government, what they've done the last couple of years, they because they can, they, they have the access to the mainstream media, which is they, they have access to 90 percent of the media. They've uh, they've psyopsed us. I yep, mean, still fear. Yeah. Yeah. Through 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 and psyops is it's it's a military term in the army that means influencing the emotions, the motives, and the behavior of groups or your enemies by way of propaganda. That's what psyops means, and that's what they've done to us. We would also mm-hmm. say maybe in the in the world of the religion, uh, cult mind control or 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 or, or mass psychosis. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, ma- mass psychosis means to make people conform to groupthink, to make people become yes men to please the leader, uh, to make people conform to pressure. Uh, This is what the cults have done for decades. And now we're having the government doing this to us, Paul, this groupthink. Mm -hmm. Comments? Yeah, the government learned this behavior. And again, uh, you nailed it, Jess, when you said this is a huge this is this is spiritual warfare at you know at the heart. Um, this is literally a battle for our humanity, for our soul. Uh, we need to simply make a choice. Either we're going to, you know, the sacred scripture tells us that the enemies of the Christian are the world, the flesh, and the devil. You see, we already know about the devil, but there's a worldview out there that is in concert with the devil. They are allies, uh, the zeitgeist, uh, the fact that most people in the world, the road that leads to hell is wide and many travel its path. Most people are willingly cooperating with these enemies of the Christian. And so uh, if you're out there and you're listening and we sound like, you know, complete nuts, well, then you've already, you know, uh, you know, you've taken the bait. And, you know, hook, line and sinker. And uh, we'll see how that works out for you. But if you're if you're awake and yep. I, as, as in the opposite of woke. Correct. Then you're then you're going to realize you're going to align yourself with Christ. You're going to get on the winning team. You're going to do what God calls you to do, which is what? What can you do, Jess? You can be holy. You can That's be right. Present yourself as a living and a holy sacrifice acceptable unto God. These are the weapons that God has given us. Uh, Jess, I was in a conversation with a good friend of mine, and uh, he, he, you know, he sees something's wrong, and he, he, you know, he said, "What are we going to do, Paul Clay? What are we going to do?" And I'm like telling him about, you know, the spiritual solutions, and he's rejecting it. Everything I say out of my mouth, he's just rejecting. Well, you're rejecting the very obvious answer. Uh, because, you know, because obviously he's he's tone deaf when it comes to spiritual things. Wow. Yeah, it's a, it's a sad place to be in. Yeah, it sure is. Paul, the, the news media is uh, it, it, they're called the fourth estate, the fourth. And, and, and mm-hmm. that means that means that historically, the news media, the journalist role is to protect the interests of the people in the nation in relation to our politicians and, and to, they're there to protect us from government and business. But uh, we used to be yeah, yeah, exactly <laughs> the, the idea of the news media as, as protecting us that has a checkered past. Now uh, mm-hmm. it, it, you, 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 again, 
you can't trust ninety percent of them. And, and and going and Silicon Valley, the people that control social media or big tech, Silicon Valley, their goal through social media is to reprogram civilization. What what they want to do is they want to hide the truth from us, and we've seen that. Uh, and they want to herd people into this uh, woke mind world view. And th- how mm. do they do? How are they going to do this? They do this by by constantly manipulating us with false information. That that's called yes. mass psychosis. You know, there's a former CIA whistleblower by the name of Kev- Kevin Ship. Uh, uh, Kevin Ship. And he says that in, in the CIA, he goes, we were taught, we were taught psychophysiology. He says, we were taught uh, MK Ultra mind control. He says, this is something that we were taught uh, in the 60s until we got caught. And then we got our hands slapped and they had to stop it. Who knows? They probably picked it up again because who oversees the CIA? But uh, <clears throat> the, the fact is, this is how the devil, this is why St. Paul's always taught us in the New Testament about uh, you know, do not be conformed to the spirit of this age, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Why is the Bible always telling us, you know, put on the helmet of salvation, you know, put on the mind of Christ, take all thoughts captive to Jesus. What's this big push about the mind, the mind, the mind? I'll tell you why. Because as St. Joan of Arc said, she says, the mind, that's the battlefield between angels and demons, is your mind. And guess who's on the side of the demons? <laughs> mm-hmm. The, the 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 most of the media and, and tucker carlson he's red pilled paul and he paid a price for it yep he's he paid he a did. price for it yes he has paid a price yes um and i'm not saying like i said per- i'm not saying he's a perfect guy me and paul were talking about i just think here's my take i think he's a man of goodwill as the bible says in luke chapter 2 verse 41 a man of goodwill um I think he's He's tracking in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely tracking in the right direction. And like we talked about, Jess, in the end, uh, if you're, if you're, if you're wholeheartedly looking for truth, we know that we know the truth to be a person. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. Uh, Pilate asked Jesus, what is truth? Right? Well, Jesus is the truth. And so at the end of that seeking, you will find Jesus. And so, uh, yeah. Um, you know, Tucker Carlson get got a little distracted with UFOs and different things. Uh, yeah. You know, again, that's why it's important to know the truth, to meditate. Thy word have I hidden in my heart so that I might not sin against thee, David said. Uh, so, again, uh, this is amazing. And people should wake up and realize that we have been under a huge manipulation by the media. If the media is owned, like you said, Jess, by six billionaires, then uh, a a very small amount of people are controlling the narrative. And by the way, if they're billionaires, that tells you something about them. Why? Because love of money is the root of all kinds of evil. And it would seem to me that these people made money and and, and, and the obtaining of it the central point of their lives. So, yes. um, yeah, so the two go hand in hand. So so now we have a media that's, uh, you know, propagating lies and influencing the people. And, you know, uh, you know, uh, I'll give you a perfect example. Um, uh, you know, black people have been told over and over again that, you know, 
that they are victims and 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 being used as tools by the Democrat Party. That now in California they're actually demanding two hundred uh, million dollars per person in reparations. <laughs> I kid you not. Two hundred million per person in reparations, okay, for slavery. But this is this is the absurdity that, that you know that 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 comes about because uh, people can be so easily manipulated. I just we have been dummied down as a society. Paul, can and, you imagine um, how many people are going to move over to California and they're going to identify as black? <laughs> yeah, if you can identify as a woman or you can identify as pretty much anything, why can't you identify as, a, you know, as a different race then, right? For a lot of people. There's no problem uh, with that because there's yes, no, uh, there's no right or wrong. Paul, yes, you know I'm, what? Consi- I'm considering moving to San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you don't even yeah. have to identify. You are black. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. <laughs> But I can guarantee you they're going to find a loophole to not pay Paul Clay. Oh, they're going to say, oh, practicing Catholic. Oh, you voted for Trump? Get out of here. (laughs) They're they're going to throw you the way of Ben Carson, Larry Elder, and and, and Clarence Thomas. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Going to make an example out of this one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Paul, our Lord Jesus Christ warned us about the, the demon god Mammon. He said, you can't love God and Mammon. Yes. Who, who was Mammon? Mammon was a demon god of Syria, which was right next to Israel, to the north of Israel. And Mammon, it means, in, in the Syrian language, it means power of riches. So Mammon is the demon god that deceives people into trusting money in place of God. And, and the demon Mammon tries to get you to look to money the way you would, you should look to God. And there's a lot of people in this country that worship mammon, Paul. Yeah. Just take us home right now. We got a couple of minutes left. Yeah. Well, I just want to let you know that what's the goal uh, as Catholics, the goal is to live and die in a state of sanctifying grace. We know this. We know that uh, Jesus is coming back. The goal is never to live uh, for eternity here on planet earth with your brain connected or your conscious connected to the internet. Our, our, our mind and heart is connected to Christ. Our goal is to live with the Trinity forever. God has a mansion for every single one of us. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, the heart cannot even conceive what God has prepared for those who love Him and are called Crazy. according to His Word. Catholics, it's time to pick up your rosaries, rush to the battle lines with Jesus in your heart, with Mary in one hand, with your faith in the other hand. Do not be afraid. Life is short, eternity is forever. We have the final victory. God bless you, keep the faith.